Welcome to the Never Stop Getting It podcast, where we take your mind out of reality and have a little fun with life. Here's your hosts, Steve Giroux, Scott Bailey, and John Osimo. All right, guys, welcome to another installment of Never Stop Getting It podcast, the podcast where we showcase everyone and anything that never stops getting it. Today, we have the honor of speaking with two incredible brothers who are redefining what it means to be athletes. Brent and Kyle Pease, known as the Pease Brothers, are not only accomplished endurance athletes, but they're also advocates for inclusion and accessibility in sports. Through their inspiration journey, they have shattered barriers and have proven that with determination and support, anything is possible. Join us as we dive into their story, their foundation, and the impact that they're making on the world and sports and beyond. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and uplifting by their incredible Pease Brothers. Brent, Kyle, how you guys doing today? Thanks for being on the show. Hey, guys. We're good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. John Scott? Uh, I'm incredible. Um, it's great to have you guys on. You're incredible guests, and I can't wait uh, for the show. Yes, it's always Yeah, thank exciting. you, guys. Yes, absolutely. We we thank you. Uh, you know these guys have said it. I, I'll say it. Thank you for joining us um, and and adding to our our list of of great um, guests um, and, and inspiring guests. And we 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 appreciate you guys and we thank you guys. All right, guys, can you share with us the stories of how you both got involved in the sports and what inspired you to become endurance athletes? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, back in 2010, we both started, started to get into shape. Um, started training for Ironman in Louisville, Kentucky, and he invited whole family to attend. Very short admin because he was tired. And then the very last question was, can people work here do Ironman? And he said yes, and that's kind of where we are today. That's how our journey got started. We grew up big um sports fan. To this day, I'm a big brave Falcons and Heart fan. So, um, I've had to suffer a lot of years <laughs> uh, with our teams, but um, the love of sport was always there from. A very early age. So now that I get to be an athlete with Brent, it, it's very sweet. Especially, awesome. you know, Kyle's told that. Yeah, exactly. You know, Kyle and I have told that story quite a few times, and because that's exactly how it went down. But you know, somebody said to me last year, and I thought I'd share it for you guys because we haven't had a chance to tell this story. It was a gentleman that was describing us to a room full of supporters new supporters that had never really been around what we were doing. And he said, you know, this story is really about one brother loving another brother and out of that love telling the other brother that they could do anything with love. And I think that's really what this is all about is that, you know, Kyle and I have a very uh, special relationship as certainly as only brothers can have, but just forged out of years of supporting each other. You know, and it's easy to see the way I support Kyle. You know, I carry him and I, I physically carry him. But Kyle carries me in a very deep, uh, 
you know, spiritual way. I mean, he uses every part of his being to lift me up and people see that and they want to be part of it. And it's, it's really what this story is all about is, is sharing that love that we have for each other with, with anybody we can, um, and just including them in what we do. Oh, that's awesome. Now, obviously you guys are brothers. Um, so as brothers, what's been, uh, the most rewarding uh, aspect of competing together, uh, aside from, you know, obviously we see the looks on your faces when you talk about, you know, what you guys have accomplished and what you guys do to, with each other. Um, but w- what are some of the, the, the most rewarding aspects of that, of doing these races? Well, I would, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I'll at least add this, uh, cause we've shared this before, but we were doing a race actually, it's, uh, we'll get into it a little bit. It's sitting there on the cover of the book that you guys have that, uh, it was a dark, dark when our coach heard us coming up the road, but he couldn't see us yet. And he told me after he said, I was horrified by the things that your brother was saying to you out there on the Queen K highway. So it's a, there's a lot of brotherly moments, but I think that's the most rewarding part is that, you know, Kyle and I are at an age when a lot of people are living these independent lives. They have families and careers and things that, that pull them in different directions. And Kyle and I have things, one special thing that pulls us closer together, um, which is Ironmans and triathlons. And, and so that's been the most rewarding part for me is that we get to do this together and spend so much time together. Right. Well, that's great. And, uh, at the beginning of the podcast, I said I was doing incredible because we had you as incredible guests here on the podcast. Uh, so to that end, the Pease brothers, foundation has done absolutely incredible work to promote we we yeah yeah, you have done the work to promote inclusion and support individuals with disabilities in sports so can you tell us more about the foundation's mission and some of the initiatives that you're currently working on yeah absolutely um so we started the Kyle Pete Foundation in 2011 with, with a mission to improve the rise of disabled individuals through sports, in particular endurance sports. And um, uh, we help um, anywhere from, five, from a front run all the way to an Ironman. Mm-hmm. Um, so any distance um, our athlete wants to do. Uh, we provide the equipment, we provide volunteers, uh, we provide scholarships um, if, if a family is in need um, financially, uh, we help out there as well. Uh, and some of the initiatives that we are doing um, is really all about inclusion. Um, we want everybody to be included with KPF and um, and so whatever we could do to facilitate that and allow our families to be the soccer mom or the soccer dad right. or, or the soccer guardian, well, they get to be on the sideline and watch their loved one to pee. And for 30 minutes or an hour or two hours, they, they can forget about their disability. Um, I know it's, you know, it's always there, but for somebody to think about being in a race and lead the athlete, our job 
as a Faradakian and make it that reality. Um, we have they given a platform and um, we're just building on it year after year. Oh, absolutely. Um, so some of the initiatives um, that we are currently working on and uh, we employ five individuals with disabilities work for the Coyote Foundation and they do various tasks um, organizationally why um, so they learn about the business and they do tasks with them making sure all of our equipment is ready to go for the next way, um, marketing needs and all that. So it's really got, we will go beyond the finish, ensuring, ensuring that every athlete has the opportunity to compete and to see their full potential, whether that's on a race or being able to help them find a job or give them a job. So right. um, it's a 24-7 operation, and we and I love it. That's incredible, Kyle. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, there's so much involved in there. So on that note, there must have been some challenges you guys face as athletes with disabilities. How'd you, what are some of them, and how would you overcome them? You know, I think one of the most one of the most um, challenges that, that we face, um, but also one of the most rewarding is just advocating a dog to race directors about how we race and showing them that if a race is not accessible, how can we partner and make it accessible? Um, so we really come in and and try to make it accommodating and inclusive as possible so that everybody can can get the Yeah, the core of what we're doing is inclusion. And so that's not always easy. It's not easy for people of any ability. You know, that's what we all seek in life is is ways that we can be included in the community. You guys are doing it through this podcast. You're showing people these incredible stories that show what is possible that people that are out there and that's really those are the challenges that come at us over and over again is to have that conversation about including somebody like Kyle or the athletes of the Kyle Peace Foundation because they want to be just like everybody else they want to be part of society they want to be an athlete so the challenges are those are probably some of the bigger ones the the physical ones are quite obvious sometimes it's just it's hard doing what we do um but we're trying to do it for a lot of people and that that brings its own challenges as Kyle was kind of laying out for you guys. Now, uh, in the years that you've done it, have you seen, um, I I imagine you've seen great strides, I would hope, towards inclusion inclusion, or or is it still, uh, do we still have a long way to go? No, I mean, it's both. I mean, yeah, it's absolutely better. I mean, there was, you know, there's our famous story was a race we did in Atlanta that, you know, they told us, you know, we couldn't be there because there was a course limit and you know, Kyle and I beat the course limit by plenty of time. And then the next year there was five wheelchairs. We had never met these people before. They just showed up because the race director added a wheelchair category. So it's certainly better. I mean, the Peachtree Road Race here in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, it's gone from me and Kyle being the only people racing to 18 teams last year. The Boston Marathon, 
you know, has, has 10 athletes where it used to just be the Hoyt. So, you, you know, you've certainly seen it continue to grow, but it's a never ending conversation because those needs of the individuals living with disabilities, they don't change. Right. right. They're still there. So. Well, we've certainly seen how your work can um, grow the message uh, that you're, that you're trying to create. And when we, uh, before we even started the podcast, we were talking um, offline a little bit about just our love of sports. You know, we're here uh, in the Boston area and this is sort of title town and we love our sports here, uh, of course. And you were talking about uh, your love of sports as well. So how has your journey as athletes influenced your perspective on disability and inclusion? And what message do you hope to spread to others through your incredible story? Um, I mean, Kyle always says it, that, you know, anything is possible. You know, you hear it and we watch it in sport. That's the parts we love. We love rooting for the, for the comeback, for the underdog, for the impossible. And where else do we see that? And it, it translates into life. I mean, Kyle uh, has enriched so many people around him through his tenacity and the courage that he puts on display. I mean, it's not normal for somebody to sign up for a 140.6 mile race. That's not a normal thing that happens. It's I, true I, that. I, yeah. I mean, you know, it was like 45, 50,000 people, you know, did an Ironman last year. You know, if you take the global population, that's a pretty small percentage. I mean, less than 1% of the total population even attempts something like that, you know, so to just put yourself out there in whatever way you do, whether it's an Ironman or, you know, you guys bringing these stories to light, you're, you're giving people the opportunity to find that and to, to show what sport can do. And you look at the people that work at the Kyle Peace Foundation. Now, Kyle was talking about them and sharing some of those stories. Like that was made possible through what they gained through sport to have the confidence that I am more than a disability. I am an athlete. I am a human and I am capable. And you see that. And what are the, you know, what are the things that we all do? that give us that confidence. There's lots of different ways we do it, but sport is just such a wonderful equalizer for that. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, sports for anybody, it just takes your mind out of reality, you know, just for a little while anyway, just like Kyle was saying, once he's in that race or anybody else is in a race, takes your mind off of what they have, whatever problems it is or, you know, which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah, agreed. And it's- we've heard that countless amount of times with people that we talk to, whether it's in sports or, or with disabilities or whatnot, it's always, sports seems like it's a common denominator and sports seems like it's, a, it's an, it's an elixir for a lot of things. You know, when, when there's something bad in the world going on and they have a sporting event, everybody, you know, flocks to that or, or through this, you're able to, to reach out and, and touch and, and influence people, you know? So it's sports is definitely something that is world it's common ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's We're the world la- it's the world's language. Yeah. As well as food. I, food and sports. <laughs> I, I I would agree. Speaking yeah. of which, we just lost Bill Belichick and rumor has it the Maybe Falcons. Atlanta. Yeah, no, oh, I know. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be the story? <laughs> Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons are the front runners to grab Bill Belichick as their new head coach. It's not a done deal yet, but Congratulations! Congratulate! I'm not gonna. Well, if, I don't. I'm not gonna happens. jinx it. I'm not. Forget it. I'm not gonna jinx it. But I, I would. I would be very happy for you if you landed Bill Belichick. 
Yeah. I think we'd be happy for sure. But, you know, <laughs> being an Atlanta sports fan is its own form of suffering. I'd, I'd almost rather <laughs> sign up for another triathlon than keep suffering through the Atlanta sports scene. Yeah. 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 The Braves do all right from time to time. They you know, there. we got one World Series out of those 90s dynasties, and it still, hey, still, hey, still stings yeah, a little bit. But, hey, at least you weren't the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, and, I mean, you, you obviously – if you know the story and 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 you know all the uh, the, the the stuff that you guys come, so this is kind of like a harder. It's probably a harder answer, but uh, a hard thing to answer. Can you share a particularly memorable or inspiring uh, moment from one of the races? And I know there's probably thousands. If if you know, it's not hundreds of thousands. Share a few. If you have there, there are. I mean, like every race brings its own challenge. It doesn't matter. It's it's kind of why. People like you talk about sports being such a common ground and, you know, there's this, especially in endurance sports, there's this common ground of suffering and, you know, Kyle's suffering, what he suffers physically is really easy to see. He sits in a wheelchair 18 hours a day. We can see that. But when we go out onto a race course together, we get to share in that experience. And we actually were just doing um, something this weekend called the dopey challenge. So Kyle and I ran a 5k on Thursday. 10K on Friday, a half marathon Saturday, uh, and then a full marathon Sunday. And so, you know, 48 miles of running. And at mile like six of the marathon, I said to Kyle, I said, hey, look, like, and Kyle knows all this stuff now, by the way, like I'm, I'm wearing a watch. I'm like, hey, what's, he's like, what's your heart rate? What's your pace? You know, he's paying attention. I'm like, hey, man, everything's good. Like I'm running fine. My heart rate's good. Like we keep clicking away these good miles. I was like, but everything hurts. And that's not the normal point in a marathon where that happens. And I was like, everything we do from this point forward is we're teaching ourselves how to get ready for Hawaii again. And we're going back to the Ironman in Hawaii. And Kyle just said, okay. And then every picture of Kyle from the rest of that race, he's got this look of an athlete. You know, he's just like (laughs) focused. He's not like I'm smiling and waving at the camera. I'm trying to have fun. And Kyle is like looking straight forward. Yeah. Because we're both just suffering. And for three hours, that's what we did. And like, those are the stories that to me, and we finished and we were both smiling and laughing and happy. And that's the stuff that always gets me is like, what can you persevere through today? Yeah, like yeah. what, what's going to, cause, cause the thing that we could have done in that moment is stop. Right. That's, that's the easy way out of all of this stuff. Just stop. Yeah. And that's not the way Kyle lives his life. And that's not the way we approach these things. So Kyle was just sitting there trying to be as aerodynamic as possible. <laughs> Focused in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I think um, one of my greatest memories had been on the course. Um, and Falmouth, we did our Falmouth okay. a couple of years ago up there at your neck of the woods. And um, that was the only time that I got to meet. Um, Mr. Hoyt. Uh, but as the dick call, we met him at the expo where we were picking up our number and Dick brought me around where they were selling t shirts and stuff and um in this very thick Boston <laughs> um, after the he, he um he said, Son, how what's going on? Yeah. And um, but I had to step out and take a protocol. And, and I was explaining um, my life to him. He started tearing up. 
tears were coming down his eyes. And a couple minutes later, you know, we said our goodbyes and all that. We were walking out, and I looked at Brent and I said, why would he cry? And Brent was like, well, he would cry because Rick could not what was going on for Rick. Dory mm. Connor and you gave him a perspective that he never heard before. Um, and that's why he would cry. So it was a really cool moment, A, because it was the first time that I met um an iconic hero and the Dory and two, I was giving him the word um that his son my asset and with a real aha moment wow. right that's wow. amazing that's a that's a great story and uh we we've talked about just just how your story has inspired uh so many people around the world and your and your message has grown exponentially and and it's really because of social media the information age um, that we live in today. So what advice would you give to individuals with disabilities who aspire to participate in sports or endurance events? I, I would say that go after it. Make it happen for yourself. Um, I was told a couple months ago um, that we get to do this. We don't have to do this. Um, so it, it's amazing that, that, that I get to do this with my brother. So I would get, encourage everyone to, to get up and, and start moving however that would work to them. And, and get focused on, on, on the goal that they want to accomplish, whether in Ironman or a 5K or something outside of it doing sports. Get up and it really make it happen for you. I, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to promote um, Nike any more than they need as far as publicity. But I think what you're saying is just do it. Just do it. Just get out there and do it. Yeah. Stop getting it. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> how do you guys balance your training and your racing schedules with your personal lives and other commitments? That's gonna be a tough thing to do. We've, uh, Colin, I've quit a lot of jobs to, uh, <laughs> to be able to do this for a living. Um, I mean, that, that, like we, we both fell in love with this and, you know, we've, we've worked really hard to set ourselves up in a way that this is what we do for a living. You know, we, this race we were at this past weekend, there was also 12 other athletes from the foundation. There was 56 other people there running on behalf of the Kyle Peace Foundation. And so were we. So we were there working while we were having fun. And uh, I, perhaps that's one of the things I'm most proud of is that we've, we've made this work. You know, so tomorrow I'm going to take my kids to school. And at 8 a.m., when most people are getting their day started, I'm going to start my training. Right. And at 10 a.m., I have my first meeting. And then you know, at 12, I'm doing a second training. You know, and that's my Friday is I'm training twice on a day. So um, I, I think that's, that's what do how, you do, how we've Steve? made it work. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't make it easy, right? Like right. you guys, you guys are doing this, right? Like this is something that you guys do that you're passionate about, that you enjoy. 
but you've still got other stuff. You've got to balance this. You're, we're doing this in the evening, you know, so that, we, that you can make time for it, so that we can make time for it. So it doesn't make my days easy. It just means for me that when I have things that I might struggle with personally, professionally, that I'm doing the things that I want. I'm, I choose to struggle at these things, you know, because that means I'm going to have more good days than I am bad because I, this is what I chose to do. And I'm very, it's one of the things that I'm most fortunate that I have that this is what we've been set up to do. That is. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. So uh, are there any upcoming events uh, or races that you're particularly excited about or, um, and, and, or what, you know, what are your goals um, for the future? So um, we are going back to Kona and enjoy great boy in October. Um, so super excited about that. Um, and then we have some other big events with the Kyle Beast Foundation, including our marquee event next month, um, where we'll have 50 wheelchairs going through downtown Atlanta. Wow, that's crazy. Um, and the undertaking um, with our operation team, and we'll have over 200 um, participants volunteers, registered volunteers, um, push teammates, and uh, in-care athletes. So it will be quite a spectacle, and um, we really look forward to that every year. Well, marquee event sounds good just coming off the tongue there, doesn't it? The marquee <laughs> event. Well, the, well, good luck with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, what can you know our listeners or even us i mean we we get it we get into it when we when we have our guests and we try to help out and reach out and what what can listeners do to support the peace brothers foundation and get involved in promoting you know inclusion and accessibility into sports like what 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 can we do um you know I, the way we always think about it is uh you your listeners won't be able to see it but kyle's got cerebral palsy with spastic quadriplegia so all four limbs are affected. He's got spasticity. And so his right hand uh, is bent a little bit, uh, would be the easiest there. Kyle's showing you guys. But so people will look when they meet him and they're like, well, do I shake his hand? Do I give him a flake? And we always say is like, well, you would ask anybody, like, do you mind if I shake your hand? Or is, you know, what's the way if somebody speaks a different language, how do I say hello? Like, just ask because they will tell you. And they, because there's nothing worse than somebody looking at Kyle going, I just, you know what, I'm just going to walk the other way because I don't know how to say hello to somebody like that. And so that is the easiest way to describe how you can do it is be curious because that curiosity is going to help somebody like Kyle create more opportunities of inclusion, whether it's sports or life or anything. So I, I would just say to to everybody to be curious for us, for the foundation, yeah. you can just go to copiesfoundation.org and you can see everything we do and check us out. And, um, but we encourage you to, to continue to be curious. So the kylepeas.org, is that, is that the only link or, or, or social media? Address? Yeah. Like, or is this something If you else? go there, it's got links to everything. I mean, okay. we've got, we've got, we've got everything uh, that everybody has these days. We've got Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter and we've got it all. But if you just go to our website, KylePeasFoundation.org, um, you can link to all our social media, our newsletter, see all the events that we've got planned coming up this year, um, all of that fun stuff. Okay. All right. Before we go, do you have anything else you want to add? 
No, just it, you know, they give a really good story and um they give a really good, good performance or you know, um like with the you know continue to be curious or hopeful and and do take a look at our website. Um yes. we're way cool online that we are person. <laughs> um so, um yeah, thank you thank you, uh Thank you for sharing those stories. We all have. I, I tell them all to just never right. stop getting it. I love the name of the podcast, guys, and I think that yeah, that's what I would leave them with. I mean, I love it. I love the theme of what you guys are doing and the stories that you're highlighting, and um, I, I encourage everybody to to take that mentality forward. Yeah, that was a. Uh... You know, it's getting out there now. They never stop getting a name, but in the beginning, <laughs> people thought it was something different. <laughs> yeah. Well, their their minds sort of go to the gutter right away, which, well, which I, frankly, that's, you probably, know, how, that's uh, probably how Todd found, found you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's exactly oh, hey, wait. That's a, that's a very good point. You know Todd too well right there. <laughs> and that's the thing about this podcast. It started off kind of like a mishmash yeah, of, you know, what we were going to do. And then we started, Todd, you know, uh, godsend for our podcast I, i've said it a hundred times on this podcast he's he's a, our special friend and special. uh he's 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 opened doorways and, and pathways for us to meet people like you and get these stories out there and listen and, and mm-hmm. i mean we've 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 helped todd with uh uh santa's we've we've dressed up and made ourselves look like fools for him <laughs> and trying to repay him back um but these these guests that he's able to hook us up with uh, it's truly inspired all of our lives we talk about it when we get off the air we we, you know we have we're we're brother-in-laws three brother-in-laws that spend a lot of time together on vacations and whatnot and when we talk about this stuff and and, i mean it's awesome it's awesome that's the genesis of the podcast itself is just uh being together having fun telling stories and saying hey we could we could do this in a podcast, and I think uh, some 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 people would really enjoy it, and and then it morphed into something greater, and and we've been able to uh, ride the wave, uh, so they say, and uh, we're very appreciative that we're able to do that. We're able to meet um, really incredible people like you and uh, Kyle and Brent. I just want to say thank you uh, so much for being guests on the podcast today. Uh, we we came in knowing that you were going to be incredible guests, uh, but you dis you didn't disappoint. Um, our goal here on the Never Stop Getting It podcast is to have fun, uh, which we do all the time, to showcase love of life, and to showcase incredible guests who embody the never the Never Stop Getting It uh, motto, and, and that's that's both of you. So again, thank you so much. Good luck with your uh, upcoming events and your initiatives and hopefully we have you on again yeah thank you guys we, right, we appreciate it happy to come back anytime that's awesome all right guys that's gonna wrap up our episode again check us out on social media you're gonna love this podcast and be like the peas brothers and never stop getting it booyah thank you for joining us on another episode of the never stop getting it podcast and join the community on facebook Never Stop Getting It and Twitter at Never Stop Getting It and of course, NeverStopGettingIt.com